Good morning. If we're going to get Metro back into shape, we, the DMV taxpayer, are going to need to cough up another $600 million. Or, if you ask some people here in Loudoun, we could just start funding it like a normal, sane transit system. For Thursday, August 10th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Jennifer Montgomery, Executive Director of Loudoun Hunger Relief. Loudoun Hunger Relief, formerly Loudoun Interfaith Relief, is the largest food pantry in Loudoun County. Last year, LHR provided 1.2 million pounds of food to more than 11,000 Loudoun residents. 40% of the people we serve are children. LHR distributes food to families six days a week, year-round. For more information, if you need assistance, or if you would like to donate and help your neighbors in need, please visit our website, loudonhunger.org. Okay, thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Some time ago, I may have mentioned that Loudon supervisors are not so hot on the idea of a regional sales tax to pay for Metro's money problem. Or I may have made it the top story at the beginning of the show. Who can say? The mysteries of the July 24th episode of The Morning Minute are lost to time, by which I mean if you want to, you can go back and listen to it. But if you're in a rush, and this is a podcast for busy people despite my long prologue, I'll save you the time and just tell you that it would unfairly put half of the burden on Virginia alone and is considered pretty much politically dead on arrival here in the Commonwealth. But some of Loudon's leaders say they've got a better idea anyway. Here's the problem with Metro. To any big government-style budget like that, there's two sides of the budget, operations and capital. Operations cover day-to-day stuff, and Metro General Manager Paul Wiedefeld has a plan to get those costs in line. So set that aside for a moment. The capital side of the budget is for major investments and upgrades. So for Metro, that covers new cars and a lot of the work to get, as Mr. Wiedefeld says it, back to good. And that's the part of the budget that's a big problem right now. It's estimated that Metro will need to spend upwards of $1.5 billion every year to get back to a state of good repair. So, since we the taxpayer are on the hook for a billion and a half dollars, let's talk about where that money comes from. Metro's fares don't cover the cost of Metro, which is pretty normal for a rail transit system. Metro's budget comes from Maryland, D.C., the federal government, and Virginia. Here in Virginia, we divide the cost between the state and the counties that have Metro stops, which of course will soon include Loudoun. But more to the point, altogether right now, we all, all of us jurisdictions, collectively put about $900 million into Metro's capital budget which leaves a gap of about five or six hundred million dollars to get to that one and a half billion Metro needs every year. Because Metro's money comes from so many places, which all have to pass a new budget every year, it can't get a credit rating and issue debt. Well, most big organizations make big investments by taking on debt. Last year in Loudoun, voters overwhelmingly approved issuing nearly $350 million in bonds, which is a type of debt, for schools, parks, roads, fire stations, and so on. I mean, just imagine buying a house or car with cash up front. But that's what Metro has to do, cough up $1.5 billion a year in cash. Well, Loudoun Supervisor Matt Letourneau and County Administrator Tim Hemstreet say there's a way to let Metro issue debt like any other big organization. This would smooth out the cost spike for taxpayers in the DMV. There would be a contract drawn up between all the Metro jurisdictions except the federal government. 
The feds are sort of another story. Congress doesn't put money into the operating budget either, although, of course, a lot of the federal workforce does ride the train. That's not what we're here to talk about today. The contract between metro jurisdictions would basically have a credit rating based on the ratings of the jurisdictions in the contract. They estimate it could be in the range of AA+, for context allowed into triple triple A. If Metro were to go bankrupt or default on its debts, it would not affect Loudon's credit rating so long as Loudon was paying its share. Unlike a sales tax, it would split the burden pretty evenly, and it would close the gap between what we pay and what we need by leveraging the money we're already paying. This is not actually an entirely new idea. Supervisor Letourneau said it's something that's been used before, albeit not quite at this scale. He compared it to a regional jail authority, of which we are part. It is, however, a short-term solution. After 10 or 12 years, depending on the structure of the contract, our debt capacity will be tapped out. At that point, we'll either have to start putting in more money or find a new source of funding. But Supervisor Letourneau and Mr. Hemstreet said it gives us a few years of breathing room while we try to figure out how to get Metro back to good. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the school board has voted to allow a quicker process for redrawing school attendance boundaries if you're only going to affect 15% or less of students at a school. As I've said before, Loudoun families are pretty familiar with the school attendance boundary change. This is when the school board draws the maps for which households go to which schools. That usually takes months, but under the new policy, if the new boundaries only affect 15% or less of a given school's students, there will be fewer public hearings and work sessions to make things move faster. Superintendent Dr. Eric Williams said this will help the schools get closer to offering six-hour full-day kindergarten to every Loudoun family. Schools have been working towards full-day K for years, and for a long time, the only way to move toward that was to build more classrooms, which can cost millions of dollars. But Dr. Williams said reassigning relatively few students here and there can use the space schools already have more efficiently. Still, it was a divided vote. School board member Eric DeKennep said the board is adopting a long-term policy to fix a short-term problem. The school board adopted the policy 6-2. to Leesburg now has a walking tour app. You can get the app on Google Play or the Apple Store. It's called Tour Leesburg. Makes sense. And so far, it has one tour of 11 sites in historic Leesburg with about a mile of walking. The app can guide you from site to site, or it can alert you when you happen to be near a stop on the tour. The tour is narrated by Brian Boucher, a history enthusiast and the town's deputy director of planning and zoning. The content for the tour was put together by Carlene Kovalchik, who's been interning at the Thomas Bulch Library this summer. She's also been working on a black history tour, which should go live later this week. Again, it's called Tour Leesburg. Say goodbye to Hale and Hogg, the Washington football team-themed restaurant in One Loudon closed this week after filing for bankruptcy months ago. Under pressure from Herman Stewart Construction and Development, which spent $5 million to build out the restaurant in 2014, the bankruptcy case was converted from restructuring to liquidation on Monday. The doors closed yesterday, and the website and social media are all already gone. The employees were only told Tuesday. Hmm. Herman Stewart has submitted claims for more than $2 million in unpaid bills, plus interest of more than $400 a day. They filed a motion in July requesting the judge convert the case to liquidation. Governor Terry McAuliffe was in town yesterday to cut the ribbon on the new Virginia Department of Veterans Services Loudoun office in Ashburn. It's meant to serve veterans and their families in Loudoun, Clark, Fairfax, and Frederick. 
If you're a veteran, you can meet one-on-one with a veteran's service representative to find and apply for benefits. There's also a resource specialist from the Virginia Veteran and Family Support Program to connect veterans and their families with behavioral health, rehabilitative, and supportive services. It's at 44345 Premier Plaza, and it's open from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And the 2018 Beer Bloggers and Writers Conference is coming to Loudoun next year. It's expected to bring more than 150 attendees from across North America. Virginia has more than 215 breweries employing more than 28,000 people. Here in Loudoun, we have, uh, I've lost count, 23 or 25 now maybe? Solace opened a little while ago, and Twin Pansy's about to, you know. Anyway, I'll be looking for my invitation to that. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, Community Advocates for Education and Leesburg Elementary School will hold their second annual Community Services Night tonight at 6.30 p.m. at the elementary school over on Plaza Street. It's a chance to bring Central Loudoun families together with nonprofits, healthcare and financial service providers, employers, educational and government services. There will also be raffles, kid-friendly activities and food and drink. There's no fee to get in. It runs from 6.30 to 8.30 in the evening. And it's Trivia Night at Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn. Drop by at 7.30 p.m. and see how much you know. But I should warn you, I've been to the coffee bar and they're pretty clever. I wasn't going to let you just walk into that unprepared. Anyway, get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. Okay, have a great day. Okay.